best part of waking up is having hope in your cup. I'm Stephanie Winslow, and thank you for coming to Cup of Hope podcast. Uh, it's my privilege and honor to be with you. Thank you so much for stopping by the channel, and I know that you will find hope in your cup to be full and overflowing as you dig into the Word of God with us in uh, study and also in prayer. So grab your cup and let's fill it up with the hope that God has in store for us. Thank you for joining and enjoy the show. With you this morning to bring to you a message from the Word of God. Let's lift up our cups together today and ask the Lord, Lord, would you fill us up with the hope that you have in store for us through the power of your Word. May we be filled up full to overflowing today so that as we go about this day, we can impact the world around us with hope, with love, with God's peace, his presence, and his comfort, uh, that we can share in the comforting of others as we ourselves have been comforted by God as we read about in God's word. As you may know, if you have been watching Cup of Hope with us, uh, over this last month um, that we are are nearing the end as we near the end of April. But this whole month of April, we've been dedicating to studying this idea and concept of staying when it's easier to run away. Staying with God, staying in the middle of the hard things when it's so much easier to to bury our head in the sand or to flee to a place that looks more comfortable or easy or convenient or um, that looks like there's a, a life there for us that is more acceptable to the, to the rest of the world or more acceptable to society, even changing the way our uh, thinking that meets what the world says instead of what the Bible and our God will tell, would tell us. So it's so much easier so often to run away, to run toward things that promise us, promise to bring us life, promise to bring us peace, promise to bring us happiness or help us to feel complete. And then we get there and they we find out that those things leave us wanting or lacking, that we really don't, they really don't fulfill us in the way that they promise to. And so this week, I'm going to finish with the lineage of Jesus and I believe that Jesus is our ultimate example of staying when the going gets tough, staying, keeping on the course one step at a time and not veering off track when we know what God is calling us to do and what he's asking us to do um, when we're walking out this life of faith. It gets muddy sometimes. It gets hard sometimes and I don't know about you but it does feel like you're just trudging through this swamp of things and it's like you can hardly pick up your feet sometimes to make it to the next step and the light you see the light ahead of you maybe but it is like glimmering in the distance and it's even hard to get the motivation to take the next step because the days that you're in right now may be hard and heavy and difficult and painful. But 
can we today just make a stake in the ground and proclaim that we will keep on keeping on, keep on being faithful even when the days are heavy, even when the days are hard, even when the days are painful and it just takes every ounce of our energy just to pick up our foot for the next step. Um, we're gonna, this lineage of Jesus, as we look at him and the choices that he made as he became God in the flesh, that in and of itself was a huge choice. But we're gonna go all the way back to the New Testament where we get to taste and see a little bit of the character of his family line. The taste and see as we go back to the book of Ruth. The book of Re Ruth is the story of a woman named Ruth, of course, who was married to uh, a man in Moab, where she is from, and um, her mother-in-law, Naomi, and this is the story of, of the two of them in, in their life, because Naomi lost her husband, and then Naomi also lost her husband, which was uh, Naomi's son, and so we find these widowers who are in the middle of, of Moab and Naomi and her husband had gone there to start a new life because there was famine where they had come from. And so now Naomi finds herself without sons and without a husband. And this is where we meet them at the beginning of this story. And Naomi is telling her daughters-in-law because there's Ruth and Orpah She's telling them that they need to go back to their, their families, not stay with her. She's saying, I'm gonna go back to my hometown. You guys go with your families and let's just, you know, call it good, right? And let's, no, no harm, no foul. Let's just walk away from this life. And she had even um, gotten to the point of telling people that, she doesn't want to be called Naomi anymore, which means delightful or joyful. She wants to be called Mara, Mara, which is bitterness. And so we encounter, I want to start in verse 14. I think in the description, I wrote out the wrong verses. So I'll go back in and change that. But I want to start in verse 14. And it says, and again, they wept together. And Orpah kissed her mother-in-law goodbye. But Ruth clung tightly to Naomi. So Orpah, one of the daughters-in-law, decided, yeah, it, it was probably better if she just went back to her own family. And that's what Naomi was urging them to do. So she was being obedient to what Naomi had requested. But Ruth clung on to her mother-in-law. Some of the versions... Um, say that that she cleaved to her mother-in-law and or and that this word cleave or clung to means to stick with or to follow closely like she just she was holding on to her mother-in-law and yes she heard the same words that orpa heard but she did not want to leave she didn't want to go back to her her family and mind you that going back to her family would mean going back to her her world that was more comfortable and known instead of going back to a new land that Naomi was going to, a new land, a new people, new customs, 
new um, new ways of, of living, uh, new language, new, all of these things would be new to her, even having to find a new way of life. And Ruth not only clung to Naomi, but she said these words in verses 16 and 17, which to me, like as, as a mom, even if my kid said this to me, <laughs> who I gave birth to, like it would just melt me. Um, she said, don't ask me to leave you and turn back. Wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you live, I will live. Your people will be my people and your God will be my God. Wherever you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. May the Lord punish me severely if I allow anything but death to separate us. If I allow anything but death to separate us. Ruth was serious about her desire to stay with Naomi, to stay in relationship with her. She trusted the covenant of marriage that she made and that family unit that had been established. She trusted that so much that she was gonna allow nothing to separate them. She wanted to enter in and continue cleaving to the one the, to the family that she had entered into covenant with. And regardless of whether or not her husband was still there, she chose that family over the life that she could have gone back to, which many would say would, would have been easier. It would have been easier to go back home to the old way of living, to her customs that were were just you know a part of her life and how she grew up and to her own gods that she grew up with that just the life that would have been easier choice and yet Naomi or excuse me uh, Ruth clung to Naomi now what's significant I think about this is the lineage that comes from Ruth that comes from her choice to stay in covenant with Naomi and it is that Naomi married Boaz and they had Obed. Obed in, um, was the father of Jesse. Jesse was the father of King David. And if we watch again the lineage, Jesus comes from the line of David. And so it is this choice to stay when the going gets tough, when there seems like there is not a lot of great choices, you've lost your husband, you either follow your mother-in-law into a new land or you go back home and try to start again, which again, maybe may be comfortable, maybe not, don't know. And yet she chose to continue down the path with Naomi to a new land, a new people, finding a new way of life. And there she met Boaz and became the mother of Obed, who bore Jesse, who then bore David. Um, 
And we have such a beautiful story of a, a line of, of people who choose to stay, who choose to stay and cling to the covenant, who are people who are followers after the heart of God, followers after God's own heart, as we know in David. I think that there is so much for us to learn in this book of Ruth about the covenant, uh, trusting in the covenant of cleaving toward God when things get rocky and rough, when we just want to pull back and, and go back to a place that was comfortable instead of persevering through the difficult places and clinging to God with all of our might. Today, I want us to consider and think about cleaving, cleaving to the covenant that we have with Jesus, cleaving to the covenant that we have made with him when we entered into relationship with him, the covenant that he made with us that we will get to live with an eternal life, that Jesus is our intermediary. He is the one who wipes away every ounce of our sin, every blemish, every a broken spot he comes and he fills in those empty places in us and yet um he is there with us through it all if we only choose to trust in him uh, let's pray dear heavenly father god i pray that you would remind us that you are with us that you are for us that you have gone ahead of us and that you hem us in behind i thank you lord for the, the story of Ruth, I thank you for the um, just the heart that she has to serve you, Lord. I thank you that we get to, to, to learn so much from her through the story of cleaving to Naomi and just trusting in that covenant that she had entered into with her husband and, and wanting to stay when it would have been easier to just to go back to her old way of life lord i thank you that you touched her heart that she desired to follow after you it was clear even through this book that she came to love you lord that she came to love you and love uh love your way of living lord that she trusted in you so father god i pray that as we are walking out this life that we too just get come to love you at a deeper level, that we choose you over, over all the things that look shiny and new and fresh and, and we all the things the world tells us that we will have satisfaction in. I thank you, God, for all these things, Lord, and may you receive the glory as your word is sent out today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Be blessed, be well, and I will see you back here on Wednesday. Bye-bye. Blessings to you, Cup of Hope family. I hope to see you tomorrow as we join back together on Cup of Hope. If you're in need of more hope or more resources, you're looking for something to read or dig into uh, to find out more about God, you can go to my website, stephaniewinslow.com, stephaniewinslow.com, and find more helpful resources there. Blessings, Cup of Hope family, and we'll see you tomorrow.